When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. This is episode 28 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, that's right. Joined by Willie Saylor, who is back from Los Angeles, the the city of angels from the World Cup. And uh, we really appreciate you guys and your flexibility. As you can tell, our travel schedules, specifically Willie's this last month or so, have been out of control. And so we got to, like, you know, we said Monday and Thursday, we were like locked in there for like a couple of weeks, but then, you know, we're coming home, we're traveling, this and that. So we appreciate your guys' flexibility we do on Tuesday. We want to at least get it twice a week if we can, um, maybe more, but um, we're both going to be home for a little bit, which is going to be a nice little change. So we'll hopefully get us locked in to a more consistent schedule. But uh, first things first, let's check in with Willie in Texas. How are things there, buddy? Things are great. Um kind of catch my breath after this uh long stretch um i wasn't even gonna go to the world cup uh but i'm glad i did it was amazing and i will never miss it again great atmosphere great wrestling um and sometimes you you know you gotta you forget after um not seeing that wrestling not seeing world wrestling for a couple months um, you, f- you forget how awesome and how high level these guys are. And so uh, I won't I won't miss another World Cup, especially if it's in L.A., which wow. it's, they're saying that uh, it's going to be back in L.A. Yeah, Rich Bender said that in the interview that it'll be back there next year, which I'm, I'm excited for. Hopefully I'll be able to go next year because I could have gone this year potentially, but had to go on this trip, and it, w- it was fine. But, man, I was um, – longingly watching from my cell phone the, the World Cup and wishing I was there and I'm sure it was an awesome time. The wrestling um, that I caught was just, yeah, next uh, the level. Wrestling, from, from, watching, yeah. from watching college, um, man, it is such a jump. It is, I mean, it's it's a level um, <laughs> of skill that it's like, it's I know, eye-opening. I know. It's, and, uh, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I wish that every event was this well attended and and i guess we can get into that later you want to get into it now but let's i go. mean let's go now uh, uh uh you know people sh- pack the building for walsh iron man <laughs> yeah you know uh 3000 kids enter like reno reno worlds uh but 
you can't get a lot of people traveling for uh, these world level events. World, I mean, the World Cup is the best wrestling um, on par with the World Championships and Olympics. And uh, you know, NCAA's is packed every year, but um, the U.S. Open isn't. Um, world Team Trials aren't. Uh, I, I just I don't know why. Why do people show up for lesser uh, level wrestling, but not to the you know the pinnacle, you know the higher order wrestling? Well, I mean, you you mentioned Iron Man. I mean, it's you know there's parents there, and it's like you know in a wrestling hotbed, and it's also in a high school gym. It's not like it's in a freaking you know stadium. It's in a high school gym, so it's not like. They're really putting in that many people, but yeah, it's sold out. NCAA's, why is that? I don't know, man. I I think it's the best event um, I've ever been to consistently. It's just so, uh, it's it's just an incredible something about it. I don't know why it's it's tough to get people. I mean, first of all, Los Angeles. I mean, it's travel is you know it's pricey um, to to get to a lot of these places. But you're right. I mean, the the level of wrestling you get to see, man. If you if you can find a way, if you can figure out a way to get there you're not going to be disappointed you're not no. going to be uh man shouldn't have done this it's i mean the atmosphere translated um through the tv and through the computer like you could tell it's like man it would be incredible to be i mean a, i think this uh, i think the last two rounds um were, were some of the most intense that i've ever seen uh, ever ever seen in wrestling uh the the duel with Azerbaijan and Iran, mm. amazing. Yeah, the wrestling that was going on in that duel was amazing. You you saw uh, Chirati versus uh, oh who was it for Azerbaijan? I mean that Asgarov. was just amazing. Azgarov. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. How World did champion. You I feel like those uh, the kid that beat Logan in Junior Worlds and then won the Olympics the next Asgarov. year. Azgarov. That yeah. was him. It was him. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did he look? Because he's like he looked amazing. Like you can't take the kid down. He looked like um a Dagestan guy, you know, like it, with that kind of style. And uh, he was very comfortable in the um, over over tie, like a uh, a wizard position almost. Yeah. You know how Satiev would like that. But uh, I'll tell you what. What happened was. Uh, Iran, Iowa styled <laughs> Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan had leads in like three of the first five or four of the first five matches, and with with maybe more talented guys, or or at least more credentialed guys, and they would break in the second in the second period. They they just hold position and take ground so so well. You, I mean, it happens to our guys. I mean, Iran does that to us, um, has done that to us historically, too, in, in, in a couple of situations I can think of that come to mind. But it's, man, they are. I know, but our guys didn't. Our guys didn't. Uh, our guys didn't break. No, maybe not break, but we, you know, we gave away some big leads there. Well, in one, at 61 at least. And which was like eerily reminiscent of Reese at the Worlds. Uh, against an Iranian a um, couple years back when he had that huge lead and could have made the semis. And just uh, – it's not like our guys are gassers. It's just the the way they wrestle it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But Iran yeah. continues to kind of be the gold standard 
Uh, maybe you know them and Russia are kind of one and one A, but you know they look good. They showed why um, they're the best. And you know Russia didn't send their big guns or even the backup big guns. Really, it was kind of or further even, down the total. Even the pole. backup backups. The backup backups, and we still needed. I mean, this this is kind of shows where we are. We still needed with our very best guys a tech fall win not just a win we had to tech or pin um no, just we to, had to we had to shut them out I, I had to shut them out too yeah had to shut out tech fall to win to beat those guys i mean that's how good russia is i mean it took tervel um just dominating in a very specific way for us mm -hmm. to for us to win i mean it's like at the same time it was like it was a nice weekend for team usa but that's still like it's kind of in the back of my mind. It's like we yeah, I mean, barely beat Russia. In assessing the team, I mean, their fight against Iran, and frankly, uh, a lot of people, if you're thinking about it rationally, uh, heading into the finals with Iran, a lot of people might have thought, man, we're gonna get, we're gonna get stomped here. Like we're, you know, maybe not stomped, but seven-one, uh, maybe. You know, that's oh, wow. that's a possi that's a possibility. You know, and that didn't happen. We fought and we were we were a couple calls away from upsetting Iran's A squad, man. Yeah. I mean uh, you think about if, if Marable can put down yes, Danny Treaty, he had like two basically rear standing opportunities. He was in on that double, oh, didn't finish, and then he had that rear Talk standing. About that too, but, but man, but that was like a credit. That wasn't like Marable really screwed up. That was just yes, yeah, Danny Chiriti just being amazing. No, no, I mean, yeah, partial. I mean, he uh, is he is amazing, but we'll get to it in a second. I, I mean, our rear standing, we got we got quad pod, quad prob. pod probs. Yeah, yeah. We, we struggle but, from um, there. <clears throat> yeah, in assessing the team, you go from that right there, you juxtapose, um, taking the gold standard of the world, Iran, and they're pretty much their A squad. Uh, down to the wire, down to the wire, uh, and down to the wire with a couple backups, you know. I, and I guess Foster's right there, I guess. Uh, but we didn't have Ed. We didn't have Travell. I mean, if you if you go, just, just say it out loud. You're going into a duel with Iran, and you're not going to have Travell. You're, you're not going to win the duel, right? Like, this, no way. There's no way. So, yeah. um, you know. Olympic, I mean, Olympic medalist Kisemi was was the guy so yeah uh, you know you need turbo so uh but you juxtapose that with a narrow win against russia's eighth string so uh, what to make of it i don't know yeah it's it's, it's i like the fight i like the fight in iran uh, uh, uh in the team against iran for sure man and i walked away um more impressed with team usa than i thought i would uh in their where they're at. I mean, I think, I think Ramos is fighting and scrapping, and I think he's figuring things out on the international level and in freestyle. Um, I think Coleman. I mean, we could go through the whole line. Yeah, let's. Do, I mean, we can. I mean, so um, starting with Tony, um, I have a theory about Tony, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I think he's at his best when he's chasing something big. He was better his sophomore and junior year by a wide margin. Tony Ramos' sophomore junior year, I think, smacks 
Tony Ramos senior year. Like he was he was just way better. And yet Oh yeah, dude. He was I mean, way better. Way better. He majored AJ Shop as a junior and loses to him as a senior yeah, and much? needs a minor miracle to to beat him in the semis. He was far dude. Tony would probably say admitted himself. I mean, he said himself he didn't wrestle that well at NCAs. He didn't wrestle great that whole year. He didn't have those Tony Ramos like like wins. I mean, and he didn't have he wasn't chasing Logan. And maybe that was something, maybe it wasn't. Um but now he's chasing the world. So I think and and what we saw with Tony's his college career when he was chasing, he got so much better and he makes adjustments and he's one of the the most savvy strategizers and and uh guys that can just go in and execute a game plan and i think now that he's got this world to chase i mean just think about it he re- you know he wrestled rahimi in november right lost to uh, him. yeah he did, I did he, not know that. he did he oh lo- yeah i did know that he said it in the interview but i he lost he said it i wasn't aware of it yeah he lost nine zero okay completely controlled in every aspect and two months three four months later i don't know um, he's, you know, tied with him, okay, and, and loses by criteria, I guess. I don't know. I've seen He was that. hosed, by the way. Uh, no, I don't. I, I, think he, I think it was scored properly. Um, they shouldn't have thrown – I mean, shoot, this is like total Monday morning quarterbacking, but, you know, throwing that challenge brick. I, I, thought, he, I thought he got exposed. He kind of had that leg in and the almost crab ride. Well, but, but Rahimi okay. exposed him, and then he exposed Rahimi. But the initial – and, th- and that's, I guess, what the moment you're talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, he exposed he exposed him. Well, yeah, that's why he got two points after he got exposed. So it went two no. and, it went two and two there. When they came back from the thing, his score was four three. When when they went when they went neutral, it was four three. He was losing. Well, be- because he lost the uh, he lost the challenge. No, then it went then that made a five three. Uh, whatever it was, I th- I thought they scored it two and two. They gave the exposure for right. Rahimi. Uh, they did score it two and two, and it should have been it should have been two for Ramos for the takedown, two for Rahimi for exposure, two for Ramos for exposure. No, he sh- he shouldn't. Have, I don't think he had a, he didn't have a takedown in the initial moment. Who didn't? Tony. Oh my God! Uh, where, you got to watch the match again. I. I watched it. I watched that sequence like five or six times. I didn't think he Tony didn't take have a takedown. If Tony took him down, dude. I mean, Tony's in a crab ride position. All right. You, you well, think you're misremembering? No, I think you are. Um, I think you are. <laughs> uh, all right. So now what? So Tony. Wanna... So Tony. I I like uh love his progression. Uh, I think he's and I think he's better chasing. I'm surprised that you don't. I mean, maybe you just weren't as locked in, but Tony was like one of the pound for pound. He was in my pound for pound um, his junior year. He was like seventh or eighth. Like that was, and that was a year. Logan, Ed, Dake. T- I mean, he is like had nothing but hammers in his. What weight. are you saying? What are you saying that I didn't know? Uh, you, you're because well, I said he was better as a junior than he was a senior. Um, uh, no, I, I don't. Well, I don't believe that. Oh my gosh, it wasn't even not even close, dude. As close. what? As what? As eyeball test? As like match comparison? As in in every every aspect, he wasn't bonusing as at a high of a level. He wasn't beating the elite guys the way he used to. He was losing I, the guys I, I he had know, beaten. I don't know that that I don't know that that means he 
got worse. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you lose to I mean, guys, how much? You, you I think major. a lot of it has to do with a lot of it has to do with uh, <clears throat> energy. It's Ru- like you're probably not that pumped up when you're. Well, you know, here's what I'll say when you're on top of the podium through his first three years of competition He had never lost to someone he had beaten Okay, so once he beats you you never you never beat him again He figures you out and then then that changed mistaken you're mistaking results for ability. I mean you're you're, Just because he was wrestling at not as high of a level his senior year Uh, Okay I mean, what, whatever, and it was. That doesn't mean he's not as good. Okay, yeah. he wasn't like all of a sudden bad, but it's like he was not—he was not competing as at a high of a level. I don't understand why. Uh, 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 there's a Christian. There's a difference in you. You, know, you wrestling geeks, and I'm one of them too. These real you real analytic people fail to understand. I mean, you're looking at head-to-heads and results and data, and the fact is that maybe. Tony Ramos wasn't real pumped up. It like thought that it doesn't matter if I get a major here. Okay. I'm not real. I'm not real enthusiastic to wrestle Michigan State today. So he, so he was. That less, doesn't mean he was less. That doesn't productive. mean his. Uh, that doesn't mean he's less not as good. Well, I don't think mean, he was not as good. That's I what mean, you're saying. No, 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 no. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's fight you. All right, quad pod probs. We got them in the United States of America. This is nothing new. It is certainly attributable to folk style wrestling, I'm sure. I mean, that's the variable here, right? That's the takedown in folk style. It's not in free. Explain to people what the quad pod The quad prob pod prob, you know, well, we call it, wrestling people call it a tripod often, but there's nothing. I do. I do all the time. There's nothing try about it. There's four, no, four posts down. But you get to rear standing, and the guy's, um, got his hands on the mat and his feet on the mat. He's keeping that wide base, and it. We have a hard time um, scoring from there, cracking guys down. We don't score quickly from there. Some guys can. Some guys, some of our more seasoned guys, they've got it figured out. But some guys, it's a struggle. I mean, Ed Ruth was probably the most uh, noticeable guy that struggled with it last year at the world level. Of course, he was coming off a college season. Um, he struggled with the Iranian, I believe, last year at World. Just like couldn't get the guy down. It took him like. Literally forty-five seconds to a minute to so it's it's a problem we've had and you know who that was, Mohammadi. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean he's so he's pretty good. Um, no, now last year at the World Cup, I mean last year in Tashkent at Worlds, I was talking to Brandon Slay about this, about name drop fa- failing the score, <laughs> name drop, failing the score when we're rear standing, um, and so you know it's been. I mean, so it's been a problem, or it's been recognized for a while that we need to get better in that position, and um, we we weren't too good with it at the World Cup. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of times that we that we were rear standing and didn't score. I mean, even Metcalf didn't have Metcalf. It didn't matter because he got the push out, but Metcalf had one in the finals. Yeah, that he didn't get down. He almost, uh, but but man, he darn near had it. I thought yeah. he, I thought he had got that knee to touch, but you're right. It yeah. was it was close. It was close. It was maybe maybe. Okay, not. I guess when I, when I'm saying Metcalf, I'm saying even our best. Yeah. Like right now, I think Metcalf's freaking awesome. So even the, one of the best on our squad, um, he even needs to get better with it. A Marable, a couple times. Um, Ed 
you know, everybody knows about. Ed needs to get better at it. So uh, it's a it's a problem um, that we need to remedy, and and maybe it is from from folk style. Yeah, I mean, you, you wrestle to that point. No one, no one fights from that position ever in folk style. There's no reason to stay up. There's like no that. reason to, right? So, um, yeah, it's tough, and there, we're just getting stuff. And so, what I think happens is, the guys with our guys are wrestling every day aren't that good from there. Like we're just bailing out. Probably we're not. We don't have all these little hip action things that I mean there there's some slick stuff guys are doing from there they're not just always holding the position no they're, they're not just staying in the they're not just staying in the in the quad as soon as if you if you get to like w- parallel with them they turn their hips and now you're in a 50-50 position and they can with, stick uh, an uh, arm uh, up and, and uh, another and, position that our guys aren't great at and and they get out of danger a lot there was a lot of times that we were rear standing, and they got out of trouble. Yeah, I mean they're good there, they're, so they can hold for a long time, and they can um, they, they can just get out altogether. So yeah. it's and we don't have guys that can do that. I don't think. I mean, I can't think of guys that we have that you know a foreigner gets us in into the quad pod and we're holding out for. Um, I think I think maybe Reese Humphrey might be all right with that. I think Dakes. Dake's really good there. Dake's too. good with that. I think Maribel can. Yeah. But but you're right. Overall, we, we don't wrestle like that. Yeah, and we don't have guys in the room in the rooms with these guys that can really give that realistic feel. So it's a it's gonna be, um, you can address it technically a lot, but until you you're facing that opposition that can do it a lot and you really get the feel for it on a regular basis, it's probably gonna continue to be an issue. Even if it's recognized, I don't think there's a quick fix there. So I think we're gonna. It's going to be frustrating, and we're going to be like, come on, just, fit, you know, it seems like it should be simple, but it must be yeah. really, really freaking tough to get those guys down there. So, um, you know, but we're getting to that position. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, for sure. It's encouraging that we're, I mean, we're getting there so often because that means we're uh, attacking All and right. close close to scoring. But Yeah. All right. Um, so – Couple, we're we're gonna do a uh, couple of things that that irritated me, and Bader kind of pointed this one out to me. We were talking yesterday. Um, Marable against Russia, he gets on this double right, and he maybe gets a takedown, maybe not, and then the guy kind of stands up. We don't really plan him, kind of alluding to what we're talking about with, with getting the finishes. The guy stands up, goes double overs, and and kind of throws him on the edge. Do you remember this exchange, Willie? Mm, not particularly. Okay. Well, what happened was Nick thought he got the takedown, right? And so he wanted to challenge that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, so, I, of course so, I remember that. Okay. So so he wants to challenge like that he got the takedown. The takedown happened, the potential takedown happened at 516. He gets thrown at 524. This, this in the was match. a complete cluster. And they say they can't go back that far. They say they can't go back eight seconds. So they That were, official – I look. I know that I talk about officials often, and but I try not to, but I do. And, but the, it, it, you need it. You need to be able to talk about officials. If a guy's not doing his job, that guy was so out of his element. He didn't know. He was confused. He didn't even know what was going on. But um, then the, the whole crew. I mean, Marable wants to challenge. The takedown, which was a clearly a takedown. Yeah, it, well, it was close. No, come no. on, dude, it was close. Nope. 
it was clearly it wasn't that clearly a it was certainly and, worth review and they wouldn't go back far enough like it's not like there was a break in action and then, like, you know, 30 seconds into the next, they're throwing the cube. They threw the cube as soon as well, you could possibly, you know, do it. I, I'll tell you I'll tell you something that came into play that I don't think a lot of people realized. I, th- there was a language problem. Yeah. They didn't understand. No. The, the, the referees themselves and, and, and what, what Nick was saying. Um. I don't think they understood that they wanted to go back farther. It's not that they didn't – it's not that they wouldn't let them. I don't think they understood it. Oh. Well, the impression I got was that they said that we can't go back that far. Well, sometimes they do say that, but I don't think that's what they were saying in that instance. Wow. So there's a language barrier. I don't know. I mean, is that solvable? Does everyone have to speak? I mean, we don't – our Americans, we pretty much only speak English, right? Maybe we have a few guys that can speak Spanish, but like, so should all the refs speak English? I mean, what's? Uh, the... I don't know. You know, Richard Emil was on the call, um, so he was right next to the scores table, and maybe we should. I, uh, he knows the whole entire situation. He explained it to me. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I think that's what he alluded to too. Was a la- them not understanding that they wanted to go back farther. Mm. Not, not good. I mean, but you know. I'm not going to say, what if this was the World Championships? Because this was the World Cup. It's yeah. like, this is the stakes are high here, too. So it's like, no, that that's just bad. That's just bad. They need to, um, there, there needs to be, a, it, it seems a, a little arbitrary that just, it's ref to ref, the kind of treatment you're going to get and the kind of experience you're going to get and the, with the review process and otherwise. It's very, um, it, it can be arbitrary, which is always a problem with officiating. So, that was a problem. Um, wanted to point out: Is there a potential loophole with the with the passivity and, and the shot clock? Um, essentially, if you all right, let's go with this. First period. All right, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna get you there. All right, I'm wrestling someone that's maybe a little better than me. Whatever. I'm gonna stall a bit in the first. That would typically be the case. Yes, <laughs> this is not a stretch here. <laughs> um, so I'm going to stall in the first period, not get taken down, going to get put on the clock and uh, give up that point. Mm-hmm. 99 times out of 100 the in the second period, um, the other guys could go on the clock. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. so you can win. You win last point there. Now, there's a, there's a lot of things that have to happen. You have to not get scored on. Yeah. But um, the, they pretty much alternate with it, which I don't know that I necessarily have a problem with because if no one's scoring, you know sh- – Shame on you, anyways. But it's a potential uh, loophole. And it could yeah, get it problematic. Yeah, it almost encourages it. Almost encourages you if you're if that's your game to be passive first. <laughs> right. I- exactly. That's my point. So that's where I'm saying, is this a loophole? I mean, you know, we knew everyone knew Zach Ray was gonna get put on the shot clock in the second period. So I'm like, well, dang, I wish we could, you know, because I'm not sure if Gasimi takes him down if if he has to. You know, he got a takedown, but it was basically off of Zach's. Right. Um, overzealousness. So it's it's a matter of don't be so aggressive in the first, Zach. You know? Well, if you recall, that's how that's how essentially how the world team spot was settled at the cadet level with Fix and um, Suriano. Yeah, it was totally I mean, on the order, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which, you know, the order of, I mean, uh, the, the order in which you score points, I can't understand how there's, there's a. 
Well, there's a couple things going on there. I wouldn't necessarily call it a loophole. I don't think you – I mean, it is an interesting situation, but one, um, don't leave it come down. I mean, push push the action. Uh, if you, if, yeah, if you can't score one point. If you can't score yeah. one point, you shouldn't even be uh, complaining. Um, that's number one. Number two is, you know, you could push the pace enough that you cause – a third passive, which is a point. Right. So it doesn't come down to that anyway. Yeah. So if you're if you overwhelmingly um, were more offensive than the other guy, then you're going to win anyway without a takedown. So um, yeah. So not a real loophole, but something it, it could it's be. It's definitely yeah, it's definitely interesting, man. Yeah, could could potentially be problematic. All right, there's something I want to get to, Willie. Something I know. Really, really I know wants. you do. And you know what? This is one of those topics where I don't know if I have a whole lot of answers for you, but uh, I don't either. It's, inter- it's interesting. I think I just th- I just think it needs to be talked about because I feel like it's it's an elephant in the room in wrestling, international wrestling especially. PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, at the world level. Uh, shoot, maybe they're going on in college. I don't know. Um, I I, no. think, I don't think you don't think so. Nah. How Look come? Ahead. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've heard. I've heard some things, some theories on some people. I won't. I, well, that. maybe in specific cases. I don't think it's mass. Right. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, I don't know. You certainly could do it. I mean, what they only get tested if you win. I mean, what if you win NCAA's? Right? Isn't that how it works? You win NCAA's and then you get tested, right? Yeah. So like ten guys get tested. I mean, schools can do their own. Um, but. I, I, but I don't want to get into college. But I'm not going to go so far. Yeah, just because talk about just because no one gets caught doesn't mean it's it's not happening. Um, watching the '84 or '86 now, I gotta quit saying that. Um, the the guy um, Mustafa Jakur against oh, everybody. Foster. Everyone was talking about that afterwards. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's on on the stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Um, but well, you it, know that guy's thirty. So he's not a newcomer to the scene, <laughs> and he's been—he's he's hitting been, that that prime now. now he's, he's been 30. good, not great, and he just looked like a monster. Yeah. So I mean, do the math. Well, I looked him up. I mean, he's—he's he's been on a tear the last—I don't know, um, I don't know, five That's or six tournament he's in. That's a, what right. I'm saying. A huge, a huge jump in ability level at the age of thirty. It's like Barry Bonds when his feet grew three sizes when he's thirty-two. It's like, right. oh yeah, that that happens. That might ring a that might ring a <laughs> So so it's like all right, how prevalent is this international I I personally don't think we've got a major problem here in the United States currently. I think there was probably a time and an era where maybe we did, where maybe there were uh PDs. I feel like our testing's so um stringent now that it, it's it's pretty tough. Freaking Obi Blanc is still waiting for his you well, know, time yeah, he can get back. Maybe for, maybe you say we don't have a quote unquote problem with PED use, but I think in America we have a problem with the testing. I mean, when guys are getting popped for aspirin and and inhalers and Tylenol and whatever, uh, that's a problem. There's guys that are banned that I'm. I mean, even I'll go so far as to say weed. Like, that's not freaking performance enhancing, really, right? Yeah, I, I think our country is moving more towards. 
uh, kind of hands off with, with weed. I think I think in the next 10, 15 years, it's not going to be as... Yeah, but it doesn't have anything to do with us. It has to do with USADA. Yeah, I know. I know. So, okay. So, I remember talking with Jake Herbert about this this summer. Um, and he was saying, like, you know, because has, he has all this international traveling experience. And he was, like, explaining to foreigners uh, how, like, no, our country tests us. And they like they didn't understand like <laughs> don't you want to win? What doesn't your country want you to win? Why would they do that? Like right. they didn't. It didn't even like they couldn't make sense of it. So like this is kind of like the the thought in in the community and in the rest of, in the international community. It's like yeah right. you, yeah you do you know you got to beat the test when it matters. But you can be on a cycle for you know nine months out of the year and then you know it's it's all science, right? I mean if if you got the right people sure. explaining the process and the science of it, you're going to beat the test at the Olympics. So there's a lot of guys that, um, you know, a lot of Iranians that kind of been, you know, there's been whispers and, you know, you figure there's some Russians in well, there Well, last well. year at the World Cup, um, apparently Yazdani, <laughs> Yazdani like, okay, so, you know, if you win, if you're World Cup champ, you know, basically undefeated, um, you get tested, and last year Yazdani was uh, undefeated, and they go to test him, and he fakes like a heart attack or something. <laughs> He's like falls on the floor. They're like, "Yeah, you got to be tested. We're gonna take you back to the testing station." He like falls on the ground and says he's having a heart attack, and like put me in an ambulance, and I can't. And they literally you know, put him in an ambulance. They he like was screaming asthma. Apparently, like, he was doing all this stuff to basically. Uh, avoid being tested. To avoid being tested. And I mean, if there's if there's a guy that you know, that he he might fit the bill as someone that's that's on the stuff. But it's like we don't have a true grasp of the problem. We don't know how it's all it's all speculation, right? I forget I forget who it was. I wish I really wish I remembered who it was. But uh, um, okay, Chris Pendleton told me. That he was at a uh, a world a tournament where they tested afterwards, and one one guy said to another guy that was gonna wrestle in the finals, he's like, you know, they're testing after this, and he was like, oh no, that can't happen, and so he threw the match. <laughs> huh. Wow, yeah, I mean, so it's like you want to know. How, how bad it is. What's it like in, in the community? And it's something like, well, I feel like we should talk about it more. And, and, you know, maybe it's on us as media to, you know, investigate and figure it out. But I don't even know how to wrap my hands on this. But I just know I, I'm not going to be an idiot like baseball was and pretend, oh, you know, Mark McGuire right. put on 60 pounds of muscle. That happens at 30. Yeah, um, well, uh, the thing is that it, it would take somebody pressuring – United World Wrestling. Uh, and you know who's not going to do it? <laughs> Iran and Azerbaijan and Russia. <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're, because they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be used. It's going to be abused. And with the pool that those countries have. Right. Um, it, it's insane. Yeah. It's, you, you hope that's not a factor. But I wonder, maybe that's something we can get a little more explanation of of the testing process and how can we maybe do it a little bit better so that guys aren't you know all of a sudden inexplicably you know incredibly dynamic athletes at 30 some years old that doesn't really that doesn't really make sense that that a guy would get so good so fast 
inexplicably. So we're seeing it. It's out there. Um, you got any steroid stories? Any guys on the junk? You know, tweet them at us, email <laughs> us. We love a good. I, I love a good steroid story, and uh, I, I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a problem. I think it's something that is impacting the community, and I. I am not going to be so naive as to pretend it's not going on at the college oh, level as well. Oh. Well, it, it, it could be, but I don't think it's rampant. I don't think it's – I mean, it's certainly not as rampant as as the world level. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely not. I, I agree with that completely. So, um, yeah, PEDs, it, it's, it's an interesting topic. Hopefully when we, we talk about it a little bit more. Um, something I've always been fascinated with in all sports because I just think it's uh, it's it's interesting the lengths people will go to 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 get an edge. So, uh, anyways, moving on. Go ahead. Um, well, one little nugget. Uh, uh, apparently, the the Cuban at sixty one kilograms like defected in the middle of the tournament. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting, oh uh, interesting little tidbit. It's certainly not the first time that it's happened. Uh, Cuba doesn't come to the United States a whole heck of a lot, um, but apparently, in 2012 they did, and they had two guys defect. And um, here at the World Cup this week, there were okay. So there's a 61 kilogram guy wrestled on day one day two they if you notice they forfeited each of the matches at 61 kilograms and somebody i won't say who in that's very well in tune and connected with uh i, I just it was a coach um told me i said why what's up with the 61 is that well he left i said what do you mean he left he's like he he just disappeared <laughs> like oh. uh he defected so uh, no, it's happened before. I, yeah. I've, I've read stories. Um, you know, they go on these trips in Europe, and then they just they don't come home. And uh, man, it's it's kind of crazy. He wrestled Coleman Scott, and then he just go off the grid. Are are we gonna send him back, Elian Gonzalez style? Remember that? I don't know, but you know, they made the point too um, that with with the Cuba United States relationship improving, improving. Maybe, you know, you don't need to do that, or it won't happen as much in the future. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I hate that it happened just because I, I don't want the Cuban government to be more apprehensive about sending their guys here. I know. I because know, right? it's like, I don't gosh, see- Cuba's so good, and they're, such, they're so awesome to wrestle. Um, man, there's, there's a lot of talent they're there. They're really good. That's another good point is that, um, man, these teams – even if even the eighth place team at the World Cup, they these those guys are good. Mongolia was all uh, very impressive. Uh, Cuba, you know, I I always was of the opinion that uh, Cuba had some studs, but across the board they were impressive. Their entire lineup, yeah, yeah. was very good. And, and yeah, all all eight teams. We're, we're really good, man. Yeah, for sure. Okay, one thing I meant to get to before, and it just kind of didn't come to me. So we didn't have Travell the last match, and you were there, so maybe you have a little more insight. I, as you to- know what? I don't. I, you know, I should. I should. Um, All right, well, here, just quick getting him up to speed. Travell wrestled two of the four matches. He wrestled 
Sunday morning against Mongolia in a completely meaningless match when we had the duel completely locked up. And they send Ray out that night. All right, so, so this like, is what I heard, but I like I don't want to misreport or false report, but what I heard was that Tervell was a little dinged up. Right. The, the coaches wanted to hold him out of Mongolia. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mongolia. And Tervell said, no, I'm fine. And he went out there and re-aggravated whatever was bothering him, and so he couldn't go – in the in the gold medal duel, and now if that's true, I don't know, uh, but that's what I heard. Hey, here's here's the thing, wrestlers. I mean, athletes in general, but especially wrestlers, th- they're gonna say they're okay. Man, these guys want to wrestle, like almost always. Like they're gonna say, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good to go." So you gotta have some. It's like I, I'm sure you're fine, Terrell. You know, Gisemi didn't wrestle. Gisemi was was hurt, and he didn't wrestle the entire tournament until the finals. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, that's you, you know you use them when you're gonna have to have them. And for me, I mean, it's totally I'm a Monday morning quarterbacking like a mug again. But I don't care. It's like wrestle. Sure, you're fine. You're fine. But let's we gotta have you against Iran. We are not winning the World Cup without you. That's that's just a fact. You can't beat Iran without him. So it's like just hold him well, out, right? We, like we needed him against Russia. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we needed him then. So he could have wrestled, he could have wrestled against Russia and Iran, the two matches we needed him, and then not the others. Because it doesn't matter if you're wrestling someone you are way, way, way better than you can get hurt. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of an obvious statement. So we don't know exactly what happened, why Tervell didn't wrestle, but it's tough to see him wrestle Sunday uh, morning, and then you don't get him when you really, really need him, and you might have lost him in a completely yeah. I mean, and match. he he was on a roll. He teched. Uh, he, he looked really good. Um, and so when he didn't come out, when he didn't come out against, I mean, like, it was confusing. It was like, what, why is he not here? He's, he's not hurt because he looked great. Yeah. But apparently there was a lingering injury. And, and believe me, I get why they didn't. I mean, if he hurt himself in the Sunday morning duel, I, I'm not saying throw him out there injured. That's not what I'm saying. Obviously, he's got to get healthy. He's got to be healthy by trials and U.S. Open if he competes there. I, I get it. I'm not an idiot. I understand, oh, you've got a bad shoulder, knee, whatever's hurt on him. Don't wrestle. Uh, That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying keep him healthy so he can wrestle when you really need him, not don't throw him out there against Mongolia. Ed, too. Yeah, I understood. Yeah. Ed, too, was injured. Um, I guess he had a shoulder thing, a nerve uh, in the shoulder, um, kind of got planted, I guess, uh, in the match where he got pinned. Um, and then he wanted to go too, but, uh, apparently he didn't have strength. The coaches noticed that he didn't have strength in that arm and they, they held him out against Iran as well. Yeah. And probably, you know, I get it. I get why they don't wrestle, but I'm just saying maybe we could have put ourselves in a little better situation there but i don't know all the ins and outs it's speculation but would have loved to see Tervell against kasimi who you gotta you know you favor Tervell there i do um personally and let's go through why don't we go through the u.s lineup i want to get your thoughts on on each guy we kind of hit tony we hit tony yep um and, and we said that i mean you said that tony 
Tony's, you know, closing the gap, and, and he's he's better when he's on the prowl, on the hunt. Yes, you know? yes. Um, but uh, overall, like you said, lost to Rahimi by a wide margin, and then it was pretty much dead even with him this this go round. So you got to love the fact that Tony's making gains, and 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 I think Tony knows that he's he's closing the gap, you know, and which. Um, should make him hungrier and make him believe that I can go with the best in the world. So he should have confidence. Um, what did you make of Coleman? Now, everybody, including Coleman himself, w- was underwhelmed with Coleman's performance on day one. Yeah, yeah. He just he just didn't look himself. He didn't have his legs. Didn't uh, he? Didn't look like he was clicking on all cylinders. He. Um, I, I thought he, his legs, he, he lacked a little life and energy. Uh, now, he said that his timing was off um, on day one. Uh, day two, he looked much, much better. Um, big win. Uh, he, he beats Mongolia. Um, and then has a big lead against Iran in the finals. Um Thoughts on thoughts on Coleman and uh, co- thoughts on Coleman in the World Cup and then thoughts on Coleman going forward and the situation at sixty one kilograms. Yeah, I thought um, it's you know he he's a coach man. It's like he's he's been working on getting his guys ready and he's probably been hasn't been able to focus on himself to the degree he he normally would get to. So there's going to be a, an adjustment period probably right. So. Um, his timing was a little off. He probably hasn't made that weight in in a little bit. And uh, day two, here's here's what what I feel good about. You saw he still got it right. He's still dynamic from his feet. He's still able to attack at a really high level. Um, he can get to the legs. He still got that burst. He's got upper body stuff as we saw. I mean, he mm-hmm. so he's got it all right. It's just um, I, I think he's kind of working his way back into top top Coleman Scott. Um, I don't know if it's shape or just form, um, but he's going to get there. He's going to get it back. He's going to be okay. Um, and what was it his best? No, I mean, he, he said it was, you know, one of his worst performances. But, um, you know, he, he's, he's, he's working his way back. I think he's still the guy at 61 because with Kennedy going to be at 65 from here on out, and I, I don't know where Reese fits in, but I think he's staying at 65. Um, I don't know who knocks him off. Um, so I feel good about him being our guy at 61. I'm glad he's, you know, he's committed to 61 because a lot of guys were last year were going kind of back and forth. And I guess he even did too. He went to the World Team Trials at 65. Um, so I, I feel good about Coleman. I think he's going to be all right. I do too. I think I do too. I think, he's I think he's, I think he has everything. I think he has the tools to win. I think he has the experience to win. Um, the Matt Savviness. So, I mean, I think when Coleman gets in full bore training mode, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it too. I think on he's going to be all right. You want to get to 65 now? On to Brent. What are your thoughts on Brent? I mean, I, Man. I, can't, I can't. Can't say enough, right? Can't say enough about him. He. All right. So, Brent, kind of um, his main issues, in my opinion, always were, were finishing. And not that he can't finish, but that sometimes he would get exposed. He'd get chest wrapped. Um, guys would, would take him through. He's 
he's not making he's he's finishing or or nothing. You know, it's like he's not putting himself in danger. Um, you know, he can attack both sides so well. I mean, his single leg is is amazing, and of course, his high crotch is what is his bread and butter. He's getting exposures from head pinches, like he is scoring. Um, so so you're taking his pace, which has always been amazing, and now he's just. I don't want to say slowly, but he's just been building and building and building. And right, now, I mean, now he's I, at such a high level that I think, man, I, I don't see anyone unseating this guy. And we say it every year, and I don't think we were wrong last year to think he was a world-level, uh, world-medalist contender. He just he got hurt. Uh, what he had, you can't beat these guys on one foot. It does. That's, no, not, that's not how it works. I think, I think there was a point in time where Metcalf, especially. Uh, in the international level where he was considered a little one-dimensional. Like, if he didn't get his high crotch, he would struggle. But I'll tell you what, he's one of the most dynamic wrestlers. Pay attention to what he does. He's one of the most offensively dynamic wrestlers the U.S. has. He, I mean, he can score. Well, you saw that at Worlds. He scored a four on a front head pincher. Um, his... You saw at the World Cup his guts. He has a great always, gut. Yeah, his gut has I mean, always we, been good. We we don't score. Our guys do not score on top parterre. Um but Brent can. Brent and Turvell uh, are probably our Turvell, two. Turvell with guts. JB with laces sometimes. Um but uh, Brent's really dynamic and after he won three one against uh Iran and and in the interview afterwards uh, he said that he has to even become more dynamic. He has to have a, um, a multitude of, of attacks and ways to score. Um, so he he does, but he even wants to do it more and better. So um, Brent has a lot going for him, and he's and he's super hungry. And uh, I think us as a, as Americans are very confident in Brett Metcalf right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm supremely confident in him. And, uh, you know, there's some tough guys waiting in the wings there, but, man, I love I love what he's been doing. And can't say enough about him. Looks great. Think he's going to do big things. Thought so last year. And, and don't feel like we were wrong there. I think he's think he's that guy. So 65, we're feeling good. 70, Nick Marable. Um, I, he's, I think he's, uh, you know, last year at Worlds it kind of got – revealed you know he's he has a hard time getting the legs sometimes and that's problematic because he's if he if he gets scored on is he gonna be able to come back um i thought he got the legs pretty well um i don't that's not my assessment of him what's your what what's your assessment? i don't think it my 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 assessment of marable is he plays it too close to the vest he looks for really safe um offense i mean it, it, when the score is zero zero and the whistle the whistle blows it uh, he's not behind. He limits his risk. Um, and then if, I mean, you see his athleticism and his, his ability, you know, when there are flurries or, or when he is down, um, I just wish he'd always just, I mean, I guess that's with everything. I don't know. I wish he would open up more. Uh, well, yeah, sure. I mean, well, ask, ask, don't take my word for it. Ask Sammy. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Sammy wants to wants to see him open up more. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how much he plays it close to vets. I mean, his attacks are what his attacks are. You know, he shoots uh, high level stuff. He doesn't really hit his knee much, and that's tough. It's tough, tough to score score like that against the best guys. I think he needs to continue to 
improve his attacks against the best guys, but there's I don't see any way he's not our guy. Um, um and and so, but when you're looking at world championship potential, I feel like Marable is one of those guys that is like boomer bust. Like if he if he loses if he goes zero and one again, you know, draws a good guy. Won't be surprised, and if he makes the finals, I won't be surprised. Like, cause he's that good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's, I think he's good. I don't know, boom, boom or bust. I think, I think the point's still there. I don't. If he has to come from behind, I think it's gonna be tough. Um, that's just my opinion. But we'll, we'll see. I thought. I he, don't know. I, he had to come. He had to come from behind with the Russian, and although he didn't. He mixed it up, man. He was I mean, those calls could have went either way. Yeah. He very well could have won that match. Yeah. Yeah, but how I I, I kind of like it when he's behind. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm I mean, not... I'm going to go the other way on that. I I I like Come when on. when when he's behind, he opens up and he's super athletic and talented. I mean, I like I, I don't know. I like when Maribel goes out there and fires. Yeah, I like it when he fires. I don't like it when he's behind. That's not good. Um and I'll stand by that. Um, okay, Six, 70, uh, 74. How are we feeling about Jordan Burroughs right now? He's all right. He's going to be okay. Maybe going to be the guy. We'll see. Um, no, hey. Jordan Burroughs, congrats, congrats to him. Win number 100. Just uh, He continues to be a, a guy you're going to tell your kids about and tell young people about how good this guy is. And it can't, be, it can't be overstated how incredible he is. I mean, I thought maybe – at some point, I don't know. It entered my brain, and maybe some other people too, uh, that maybe he was plateauing, but he's not, man. Come he's on. still getting, he's still getting better. Yeah, it's, and that's that's kind of what's always, in a way, separated him. He's he's added layers as he's continued, as he's been the best in the world. He continues to uh, improve. His low to his low to high attacks are amazing to watch. He's 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 awesome, and he's um. We saw him a little bit attack that other leg, his opponent's right leg. That's kind of the one that's, uh, I think, been tough for him to get to and finish with. And that's something where, you know, he said in interviews he knows he has to get to that leg and finish it. So, um, and I, I'm sure that Manning and Snyder and, and company are, are working hard on getting him a little bit better there. And he, he, looked, he looked good. He looked, you know, hungry. And, man, it's we're so good at that weight, but at the same time, He's just he's just incredible to watch, and I feel like he's he's entering. Uh, I I wonder where his his place is in history with USA Wrestling, where where he is kind of put himself. Even right now, if his career ended right now, I feel like he's he's way way up there. Um, just I with, don't want his career to end ever. I, no, no, he he's uh, you know, and he mentioned in the interview, you know, my career might end in 2016. Um, maybe he'll go through 2020. Man, I I will be and not upset with him because you get it, but man, I'll be sad if he walks away in, in 2016. And he'll yeah, me too. I mean, I'll be sad. I mean, because you know, you know, he's got five or six more years where he's going to be world level. Um, elite, well, maybe right? maybe you know maybe he dials it down. I don't know. See, I don't know if Jordan Burroughs. I, I thought can about that too. That. I thought about it. I was like, man, you know what? Burroughs could probably show up and, and not train as hard as uh, he has been and still maybe make a world team and, and potentially win. But at the same time, it's like I don't see him ever being a guy that's like kind of halfway. No. 
So it's like he would never do that, right? Because uh, yeah. if he's going to do something. Absolutely. So it's like a tough because he's going to be having to sacrifice. He's going to have to be away from his family. He's going to have to be training, training, training. And, and it's easy for us to say, keep wrestling, Jordan. But, man, I get it. I get it if he doesn't do it. Um, Ruth Foster. I mean, Ruth, you, you feel like, well, what do you make of the Salas match, right? It's like he scored. I mean, all right, so here's one thing. Everyone was like, all right, so another thing that maybe doesn't get talked about that could is that Cubans throw matches, right? And, like, so when Salas got teched by um, Sajulayev, everyone was like, oh, come on. Come on. Da, da, da. No one scores like that on this guy, this and that. He threw the match. I'm like, really? They need to pay Sajulayev to win a match? Like, that guy's just better than Salas. So, anyways, that was out there. And it's been out there that maybe Salas has thrown matches before. Well, Salas didn't throw the match against Ruth. Right, right. So, so my, the reason, the point I'm saying is Salas can give up points. So I kind of wanted to go back, and now we'll come back to to the Ruth match. But he can be scored. Well, on. Salas can. Salas. Here's the thing. Salas is so supremely confident in his ability to get out of danger. Like he almost don't care too much. Well, if especially you get in on him because what? he can counter you, and you can't take him down. And that happened to Ruth a couple times in that match where he was super deep. Well, he was trying that freaking what? – what is that? The thing where he's, like, ripping his arm out, that's – you can't do that. Uh, it's a Kimura. Yeah, you, you can't do that. No, I, Yeah, but not just that. There were other things. I know. I, mean, Ruth I know he's hard to take up. That, he did that, like, three or four times, though. Ruth got thrown to his back twice. Yes, he did. Uh, I mean, uh, Salas is really – He's incredible. And so – um, the fact that Ruth was able to get in on, on shots isn't surprising because Ruth is insanely good at getting in on shots, number one. And number two, Salas lets you on his legs half the time. Or, you know, yeah, it, it, so so the takeaway is Ed Ruth's in, improving his finishes, which is huge for him because he's going to get to legs. Yeah, because he's one, uh, Salas is one of the hardest guys to finish on in the world, and, and Ruth was doing that. The other the thing that impressed me, now, a, a lot of people – might say that I don't know. Uh, the thing that impressed me was Ruth's pace. The kid is in shape, boy. Yeah, yeah. He he attacked for six minutes straight, but then he follows it up, and I have yet to see this match. It's not posted on YouTube. We don't have it. Him getting I, what happened? Yeah. What happened with this Russian? He gets I don't know double legged and pinned. So it's like, uh, okay. I don't know. I didn't see it either because um. Because uh, I was doing an interview, and just like that, boom! I walked out. I'm like, "What happened? Where's Ed?" So no one's like, seen this match. He got pinned. It's the I last don't know. Match. I didn't see it. So it sounded like he got double leg to his back, and like the arm got caught, and then he got pinned. So I don't yeah. know uh, if anyone comes across that on YouTube. I looked yesterday for a while for it, couldn't find it. Um, so I still haven't seen it, but it happened. So it's like, well, what do you make of it? Uh, but I think, and you say. Ruth Foster, I, I still, you know, I said last year I thought R- Ruth was just going to be the guy, and he's only going to be getting better, right? And Foster is who he is at this point. Well, what about Gavin? Yeah, Gavin's always going to be in the mix, man. All right, Can't Varner. Count, but, on, but someone's got to beat him two out of time. three. Yeah, I know. Varner, um, you know, so I saw some some internet complaints, some Twitter complaints about Varner. Um, you know, pull the trigger more, this and that, but. Do you know how much better he is than everyone else we have at this weight? Like, doesn't, dude. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's not. But even... I know, but he doesn't do anything in his Come matches. On. Come on. 
well, th- that's that's that speaks to the level. So what would happen to our other guys out there? I mean, come on, they'd be getting what does that, what does that have getting to do annihilated. With... All right, so so, so, all right, so, so you want me to kicks, assess Varner? Varner Varner kicks everybody's ass in America. So when he goes to Worlds and doesn't take a shot, we should we should be uh, be happy about it. No, I'm saying he's the alternative. The alternative is far worse. Varner's amazing. Listen to you. Varner is amazing, and I love the guy. Mm -hmm. I just, I just want to see him shoot more. Right? Don't we all? I mean, we can say that till till the cows come home. But you know, we want to see all our guys shoot. Varner's Varner. Varner's amazing. He has a lot of potential. Uh, He could win. He could win worlds this year. No. But I'm not going that far. I, I am. Come on. why? He has all the talent. Listen to you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, sure he can. Just because I mean, he I won wanna... the Olympics. I mean, whatever. I, I, I think he's. I, I think he's underappreciated. But now I think you're maybe overvaluing him a little bit. But I mean, he's an Olympic champion. He's a world bronze. If Warner attacked, he could be anybody in the world. I'm telling you right now. Why does? Okay, but there's maybe. A, I don't know. I don't know. He's excellent, obviously. I wish he, he would attack more, but I'm not like... I'm glad he's our guy. I mean, I... Don't, I, I don't understand what you're saying. All right. I, I'm saying a lot of people are complaining about how he wrestles. And well, I'm I complained like, about how he wrestles. But that doesn't mean that, that it's the skill set isn't there. All right. I think he's... He's as talented as anybody. I, I, I agree with that. I agree. Just doesn't that. use it. Turville's Turville. <laughs> Who's Turville? <laughs> Turvel. Turville, Turville D. Legnave. Um, so I, man, it's eleven. With this, we did not bring this to a really solid resolution. Um, I don't know if I t- I articulated myself well about Varner, but I think Jake Varner is excellent. Obviously, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Willie, are we doing this Thursday? We'll do it anytime you want, bud. Let's do it Thursday. We'll see you back Thursday. Thanks so much for tuning in on a Tuesday. And we will see you next Thursday, 9 a.m. Central, two days from now. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time.